Welcome into a special episode of the Denver Stiffs Show. I am your host, Ryan Blackburn, at NBA Blackburn on Twitter. It is Monday, recording on a Sunday night after the last dance episodes. We aren't going to get into that. We're actually going to pivot away from basketball a little bit. This week on the uh, SB Nation podcasting platform, we are doing Marvel Week, which if you don't know, Marvel is a group of movies. It's a, it's a, its own company owned by Disney. Uh, a lot of the movies, the superhero movies that you've seen over the last several years have been made by Marvel within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I needed a fellow nerd and millennial to help me break down all of these movies. We are going to be doing a ranking of every single MCU movie. And to help me break it down, Gage Bridgeford of Denver Stiffs. How are you, man? I am doing fantastic. I'm glad to be back. It's been a little while since I've been here due to the whole um, coronavirus kind of slowing down the basketball world, but I am glad to be here tonight. Yeah, I was just going to ask how how you are personally doing, just because uh, for people that don't know, you work at a hospital, you work in the medical field, and I'm sure that this is probably as stressful for you as it is for anybody. Um, yeah, it, it is. Uh, so yeah, as Ryan mentioned, I work at a hospital for those that don't know, I work in the farm, I'm a pharmacy technician at the hospital, uh, near my house. Um, the protocols that we're operating under have drastically changed. Uh, just the way that we're doing everything is different. Um, we're like trying to keep our patient census low like this. Uh, we hit our lowest patient census, which that's just the lowest number of people we've had in um they said well over a decade wow um like we've never had patient counts this low um surgeries have been pushed back over a month unless they're like life-threatening so it's just been it's been a lot to kind of get used to and adapt to and at no one there knows quite what like they don't know this is all foreign ground to everyone like I, we have people that have worked there for 20 years who are, they're like, we don't know what to do. We, we've never been in this type of scenario before. So, Well, it's, it's definitely wild. This has really changed everything for everybody. And I know the procedures are pretty tough, but I'm glad you're okay. Glad, glad everybody's doing reasonably well or at least adapting as well as they can. Uh, hospital life has got to be, it's got to be stressful. It's got to be very, especially during this time, it has to be just, I can't even imagine it because fortunately I've been lucky enough that I've been able to spend a lot of time at home, but for you guys, you're, you're in the line of fire a lot. So thank you very much for what you're doing. And, and even if you're not like directly in contact with a lot of people, it's, it still affects you. Yeah. For, uh, yeah, for everyone listening out there, um, whether you like, just whether you're frontline worker, whether you're working in the food service industry if you're working and you're going to work every day like like i am and like so many other people are thank you very much for everything you're doing um i know there's a lot like there's a lot lot of jobs out there that kind of get overlooked like it's the whole nurses are doing this doctors are doing this but like sanitation like garbage workers your job doesn't stop there's so many jobs that don't stop so if you're listening to this and you're listening to me and Ryan ramble about Marvel movies. Thank you for everything you've done. And hopefully this can kind of give you a little bit of a break from your every day of what has been just so crazy over the last 50 days or whatever it's been. It's been a long time without sports and it's really forced us to pivot to a completely different way of life and a way of consuming entertainment over the past few weeks. 
Uh, how have you been passing the time specifically without sports in your life? Um, so for me, uh, obviously the, I, for those that don't know, I cover the NFL, like for fantasy football, as well as just NFL stuff. So, uh, I did more NFL draft coverage this year than I've done in any of the previous three years that I've been writing. Um, I've been trying to focus a lot on fantasy football. I've joined way too many dynasty fantasy football leagues right now, basically <laughs> in hopes that the league, yeah. that the, uh, the league is going to continue this year. Um, I've been watching scrubs uh for those that don't know interesting zach graff okay. and donald zach graff and donald Faison are doing a rewatch podcast right now they're going through and they're watching an episode and they're bringing guests on and um so i've been listening to that more and just trying to find any way to pass the time whether watching scrubs or watching endless amounts of youtube watching old sports games whether it's like simulated games for whatever reason. So just anything that I can occupy my time with. I meant to restart reading four weeks ago and that didn't happen. So <laughs> we're honestly, we're past the point of no return with reading at this point though. The world has completely, it's just completely changed. And the way that we consume entertainment at this point, it's to me, it's reading is almost a, a lost art from what I would say. Uh, I used to spend a lot of time reading Harry Potter books and things of that nature. And, and this is completely, completely changed. Yeah. I, uh, I was a big reader growing up. I read the Harry Potter series. I've read a number of other series and serious books and fictional books, just like growing up, up until about my ju- junior year of high school, I read every, like I would read every year and then I got to college and it just, they're forcing you to read and I didn't enjoy it as much anymore. And now it's just, I got too much other stuff to do. It's, I, I'm fully here for that. I totally get it. Uh, one of the things that the entertainment world has brought us over the last several years is this, this revival of superhero movies that really started and kicked off with Iron Man, with the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, that really spiraled into into something insane over the course of the past 10 years. Uh, because we're doing a podcast about Marvel movies, about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, what really stood out as something within the Marvel Cinematic Universe and, and watching some of those movies that you can really take away from as something that really, like, that really stuck with you? Um, one thing that really stuck with me is especially in the later movies is that you weren't always going to have a good outcome. Sure. Uh, spoiler, like spoiler alert, multiple people from the original group in the original Avengers die like that. That is a thing that happens. That's not something that we're super used to in Hollywood movies, especially superhero movies. It's the superheroes save the day and everyone lives and everyone's happy and healthy and all of that stuff. And, that's something this entire series took on. I was like, nope, we're not doing that. We're going to go do our own thing. We're going to do it different. We're not going to have the outcomes that you necessarily want. And you're going to have to just deal with that. Um, and, but I just, every movie tied together and had different connections. And I appreciated that a lot of the same people were on all of the movies, like, and from a, like a producer level and people would have input and, 
And it also, it introduced new characters like Dr. Strange. I'm a nerd. I'm kind of, I'm a nerd, but I didn't know anything about Dr. Strange until he was introduced into the series. And it's just been cool stuff to get to see and meet these new characters. Absolutely. And, and that's one of the reasons why I love this particular set of movies. It's just because they combine so many different personalities and characters weaving all of these stars together. Like you mentioned, Dr. Strange, that's Benedict Cumberbatch. He is a, an A-lister. He is one of the most impressive actors on this earth, in my opinion. And I really love the Sherlock series that he was in. And that's one of my favorite go-tos for when I'm browsing stuff on Netflix, because those can, those are just, those are wonderful views, views, wonderful watches. So, uh, but either way, Lots of stuff to take away from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we are going to rank all 23 movies that has produced. Uh, They were basically going to come out with a Black Widow movie during this quarantine period, and that has since been pushed back for obvious reasons. Uh, But before that, ever since Iron Man started it off, there have been 23 movies in this group that have been put together. And I want to give an honorable mention to spider-man into the spider-verse because that was a great movie it doesn't technically fall within the mcu but it's also sick one of my favorite animated movies all the time of all time did you watch that one i did um i watched that one uh i believe earlier no that was that was in the fall i watched that it was good it was better than i thought it would be um i I had talked to a few people beforehand and they said it was amazing and i don't like that i don't like talking to people that tell me a movie's going to be great because then it's not, I know it's not going to live up and I'm going to be disappointed, but uh, it was, it was a really good movie. It was a different take that didn't, that wasn't the same as like all of the other Spider-Mans and all of the other stuff that we were used to, but uh, the art style was really cool. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Speaking of animated movies that aren't technically MCU stuff that are Marvel, big hero six was great. I don't know. Love about big you. hero six. That was Love good. that it- movie. So good. Yeah, no, I, I, I 100% agree. It's not something that I usually think of uh, off the top of my head in terms of the great animated movies that I've really liked over the last few years, but I do agree. It was a good movie and something that will definitely translate for a lot of people for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we had a brief conversation about how we are going to do this, how we are going to rank these movies before starting recording, we decided to put these movies into both a ranking and a tier list. We each have our favorite, as well as movies that are below it in A tier, B tier, C tier, and D tier. Uh, You can guess uh, where most of those movies are going to end up, but we are going to provide our own opinions and, and talk to everybody about our personal opinions on these movies. And if we have major disagreements, then we can certainly talk about them. So without further ado, uh, Gage Bridgeford, what was your favorite MCU movie? Avengers Infinity War. Okay. That's going to okay. be mildly controversial because it's not Endgame. It's not the original, but I felt Infinity War was an outstanding movie from start to finish. There was no fat on that movie. Everything that was in there needed to be there, and it was just it was outstanding to watch from the beginning to the end. I really loved both Endgame and Infinity War, just because of the way they tied all of these characters together. And it really was just one of the most impressive things I've ever seen movies do. 
because there are so many different elements that each of those movies had to have in order to give every character their due and not just push a character to the background after having all of these characters develop over the course of 10 years. So I agree. Infinity War was in my top three. However, it wasn't my top one. Avengers Endgame was my top movie. I can't fault that. Endgame was my two. I, I, I cannot fault you for putting it at number one. I just felt Infinity War was a better movie from a conflict standpoint for me. Like I felt Endgame did a great job of tying everything in a neat into a neat bow and it all looked and it all looked good. It all felt right. But Infinity War, I felt just had more conflict, especially from start to finish, just with the constant search for the Infinity Stones. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. One of the reasons why I think of Endgame when I think of my favorite MCU movie is just the way that it impacted me personally. Uh, I was really thrown off by the way that Infinity War ended. It was it was one of the most surprising things that I've ever watched in a movie theater before. And it was great. I, I really liked that. It's one of the reasons why Infinity War is so high for me is because it it legitimately gave an emotional reaction. But Endgame also gave me an emotional reaction. And the way that they set up that movie and the pacing of it and how you had to progress through each of the different stages, I thought it was well put together. I thought there were a lot of callbacks that I really appreciated. And it wasn't really fan servicey for at least the vast majority of it. I thought it was honestly a drama. That's that's how I would categorize Endgame. It wasn't necessarily a superhero movie. It was more dramatic than I think people give a lot of these movies credit for. I would agree with that. I felt that there was drama from start to finish and every time they'd changed to a scene, there was a new bit of drama that they were having to address. It was great. I, I love these movies. They're never going to get an argument for me on them. Uh, I had infinity war at three, but I didn't have it at two. My two was Thor Ragnarok. Uh, that might be a very controversial one just because it's, it's, not one of the main movies that people really think of when they think of the very best. However, the way that they pivoted away from Thor's initial story and kind of the the tragedy that was the first couple of movies in his series, how uh, Taika Waititi pivoted from that into what became really a great comedy, a great storytelling of Thor's character. I thought that that was really cool. This is going to be controversial to you then. Ragnarok is not even in my top 10. Wow. Wow. This is just, uh, I think that the reason I'm not a huge fan of Ragnarok is more due to, I'm not a huge fan of the Thor storyline. I didn't think either of the other two Thor movies were that outstanding and we'll get to that later oh they are not outstanding that's that's for sure they did not they did not rank high in this list and so i was less interested in the ragnarok um storyline ragnarok was funny it was funnier than most of the movies in this universe that you get which i loved because it was a it was it was different than any than most of the other stuff that you're going to get like every movie's got their occasional funny bits in it but it was it had legitimate comedy like throughout um i just i wasn't in love with it i thought it was good it's in so i think you said you did an a b c and d tier right i did and how i okay. if, if I, I had did, to abbreviate that it would be uh, great good meh and bad it would see, be the, i the i had an extra tier in there i had an s tier and then a b c d i just 
I had a few movies that I felt were better than an A-level movie, but they weren't the best movie. Okay. So, yeah, so no, I, I'm, I'm here with this that. This is my B tier. It was a good movie, but I, I'm not going to put it into that A-level where I have some other really heavy hitters. Okay. I mean, hey, totally fair. It's, it's uh, like we said, it, this is everybody's opinion. This is what people want to hear us from us is a little bit of argument. Um, I, the reason why I had this so high, not just because of the, like, not just because of the pivot with Thor, I, th- I thought it was just very humanizing. And I thought that the way that they presented his story and not necessarily like, like you talked about, it's not always a win. It's not always a, it's not always good triumphs over evil. There were, there was a lot of layers in that movie. It wasn't necessarily a perfect win. It wasn't the perfect, like, like the first Thor movie, I would say he went through his conflict and then came back and it was a win. And that's, that's very standard, but this one, it really humanized him from an emotional perspective and that he really struggled with self-worth a lot of the time. And so I think a lot of people can relate to that. I'd agree. Yeah. I, I, again, I don't think it's a bad movie, but it's in the B level for me. Just there's so many good movies there. So there's 23 movies here that we're ranking. Sure. And it's, there's just so many good films here. Like we haven't even talked about my number three, which is Captain America winter soldier, which is one of the best movies in this whole series. And among movies that aren't just a giant clash of all sorts of like all of the heroes together, like the Avengers, the, and then like the civil war winter soldier. That's my top movie. That's not a clash. That's not, a collaboration movie of everything. Captain America Winter Soldier was my number four uh, behind Ragnarok and Infinity War. And maybe I did overrate Ragnarok. I, I could see that from, from everybody's perspective. But Winter Soldier, great movie. Really, really good job of kind of, it was a subversion of the normal hero storyline, kind of like Thor. Uh, this was where you really had to stop trusting what the what the system was giving you with Winter Soldier and just really try to see it for what it was and have to fight for what you believe in. And so that was, that was a very interesting one for sure. What did you like personally about winter soldier? Um, winter soldier. I loved the introduction of the new Bucky character. Sure. Uh, like obviously we met Bucky in uh, the, in the first captain America movie, which spoiler alert, that is my movie. Number four. I loved captain America, the original one, but we'll get to that one. Cool. Okay. Yeah, no, that yeah, I just did that. I just put Captain America First Avenger in the S tier along with Endgame and oh. Winter Soldier. I did that. I done okay. did that. But anyway, so Winter Soldier was I felt it gave an edge to Cap that we don't see from him hardly ever. Like I he's a he's a different he's a different character in that movie. In every other movie that we see him other than Civil War, it's he's the shining beacon good guy that you that you want to root for. And in that movie I felt like he was finally going against it and he was doing what he felt was right, which at the end of the day of course he was right because he's cap and that's how it works. But just that whole movie was outstanding from start to finish. And sure. I had I I had no complaints about the movie, and I just wish that they had done more with Bucky's character. 
and like maybe given more background to it. But I mean, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, I, I will say that the uh, in Civil War, especially Bucky's character is very anticlimactic, in my opinion. Like he, he always seems like he's very uh, innocent in, in a lot of those situations, despite being portrayed as the villain for a lot of it. Uh, but Winter Soldier, he was a great villain. He was he was one of the better ones. Uh, he was intimidating. It, the dynamic between him and Cap was very good. I really liked that one. Uh, that was my number four behind the other four that I had behind the other three I had mentioned. Number five may surprise you. This is still in my A tier. I only had one S tier movie, and that was Endgame. Probably should have put an Infinity War in there, but who cares? Uh, number five for me was Spider Man: Far From Home. Wow. That was higher than I expected it to be. Where, which tier would have fallen for you? I have it in my B tier. Okay. I don't think it's, I, I thought it was really good. I saw that in theaters at IMAX. Um, I definitely did not see the plot twist of uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Didn't see that coming. So I thought that that was really well written. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved Peter Parker as like being, I felt Peter Parker, this version of him was so much more relatable than the Tobey Maguire version because Tobey Maguire was almost like, yeah, I get he was in high school, but it seemed like he was almost more of an adult than like he was actually a high schooler versus sure. Tom Holland legit looks acts and sounds and just seems like a true high school kid so it seems like when he's over there in europe and having all of these crazy things happen to him it's legitimately like this high school kid is like dude i'm just trying to enjoy my tr- class trip with my girl here what could you stop so I, it was in my b tier i thought it was a good movie i thought the effects were great i thought the the storyline was good and not predictable which i and then the oh and then uh, it's Mysterio, right? That's that's the yeah, that's thing? the one. That's yeah. the one. I thought that he was a like the way that they designed him to be was so different than how just about any other movie does things. It's one of the reasons why I really liked it, and I have a very strong trend with what I like for these particular movies. It's the the humanity and the relatability aspect for a lot of these characters. Uh, Ragnarok turned Thor into a much more relatable character than the God of Thunder that he normally is. And uh, this particular movie, Far From Home, like the entire premise of it is that he has to do superhero work while also trying to maintain his status as a high schooler, just trying to live his life. And I think that's very humanizing. I think that's there's a really good dynamic there. And also the the additional portrayal that he has as trying to be the next Iron Man instead of just being himself and kind of coming to, coming to terms with being who he is, everybody's trying to box him into this one corner and he is doing his best to just find his own path. I thought that that was really cool. And I thought what they did with it and the creativity and how they portrayed that movie is great. Also Zendaya is very good and she gets a very big boost from me because I, I really like the way that she plays MJ. I agree. Uh, I didn't even think about the way that they made him try to make him the next Iron Man. That was a storyline that was so di- that was so different than 
like usually it's, there's always been a passing of the torch and here they were passing the torch to somebody who openly just didn't want it. And he was right. looking for anybody to pass it off to. He's like, I don't, I don't want this. I'm just trying to be, he's like, I'm a kid still. I can't even drive. I don't, I don't want to do this next thing. Uh, and I think that this movie did something or this, just what they've done so far with the Spider-Man homecoming and far from home series is they've introduced Spider-Man in a new way that we hadn't really seen before. Like there was the Tobey Maguire one where he really had an edge to him. And there was the amazing Spider-Man one where it was Andrew Garfield was really nerdy. And then you had now had, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, that's what he was. And then now you oh, yeah, he was good. He was good. I, I, I enjoyed good. his portrayal of it as well. And then now you have this one, which is, uh, which is completely different from either of the other ones. And I just felt every time he's been in, the movies like his own movies as well as the civil war infinity war and endgame i've enjoyed him every single time love seeing him but again i can't put him in these higher tiers just because there's heavy hitters above him sure and and i totally get that there's there's i i went on a limb with a couple of my choices and i i stand by it but i understand why people would not think that so totally i will understand. not fault you for making your decisions i won't ever fault <laughs> anybody for having their opinion everyone's entitled to it especially in something like this it's this is effectively this is art you are allowed to have your opinion on whatever you like however you feel it needs to be and no one can tell you you're right or wrong i don't care unless As your you, boss you i said, totally like, appreciate it Unless you had said Hulk, <laughs> Thor, Dark World, or Iron Man three were up in like the top tiers, then I might have disagreed with you. But yeah, just no, those having a movie, yeah, we'll get to those. Don't yeah. don't even worry. Yeah. But, uh, let's finish out. Let's finish out our A tiers before we take it to a break. Uh, I had I talked about the first five movies in my tiers. Did you talk about your fifth movie yet? Um, I I want to talk about my four really quick because Captain America: The First Avenger. Is an outstanding movie. It is the best <laughs> movie in this series, like in this 23 movie series of introducing a hero. It does it better than any other movie does. And it is just, it's a great movie. I love the storyline. I love that it shows off the heart that it takes to be Cap. Um, just every bit of that movie. The Red Skull is a great villain um portrayed really well just i loved that movie from start to finish i think i've watched that movie more than any other movie in the mcu other than maybe avengers i think i think avengers one i might have seen more just because it's been on tv a lot but captain america the first avengers great but my fifth rounding out my top five here i just have standard avengers i think that that movie set right might be high for some people, might be high for you, but that's my five. It this is and this is the start of my A tier here. I had those other three in tier S. Avengers was great. It reunited united all of these heroes for the first time. We're getting to we're getting to see them all work together. We're getting to see the personality clashes between Tony and Cap, and we're getting to see Thor constantly have this I'm a god, I'm better than you, and he has to understand that he has to work with everyone else. Sure. We're getting to see uh I love the banter between Tony and then Banner. Not Banner. Yeah, that's uh, good. No, oh. no, no, not who am I Hulk? Who Yeah, it's Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I love the banter between them, especially with just how intelligent they are and then how 
they make everyone, they're just more intelligent than everyone else in the room. And it just kind of cracks me up throughout the entire series. But Avengers is my five. It's a great movie. I loved that it brought everyone together and I could put it lower, but if I was going to pick a movie to watch, that movie is set the, set the tone for the next, every movie to follow it. Everything that followed it was a direct, like follow, like obviously it followed that, but it was, this happened. And then here's everything that this is the ripple effect of everything after. Yeah, it's fair. And, and I won't, I won't argue too much because with the way that Avengers did it, one of the most iconic collaborations of any that any movie has ever done and then it was completely outstripped by what Infinity War and Endgame did of course but uh but it was it was one of the things that really kicked off this MCU and and I can't fault you for that at all uh I had it in my next tier down I had it below a couple of other ones that I, that I think we should definitely mention uh but it it was good it was a good movie and it's one of the more rewatchable movies as well because it it there are a lot of elements to it, just like every every single Avengers movie, except for possibly uh, uh, Avengers two. Then it it was just one of those things that you can always find something new, and you can always find something different to appreciate about it that you hadn't previously seen. Like I really like the way that Natasha goes and interrogates Loki. Uh, by using kind of some some reverse psychology, Black Widow uh, uh, tactics in order to yeah to she outsmarts get some the stuff out of him. Guy that has outsmarted everyone the entire movie, like Loki, the entire movie outsmarts everyone except for Natasha in that instant. For sure, uh, the last movie that I have in my A tier is Guardians of the Galaxy. That's in my A tier as well. Okay, so at, at least we can agree down, on that one. It's a good one. It's one of the it's one of the better ones in my opinion. Uh really set off a different path for the MCU, different kinds of characters, the jokester characters of the entire thing, but also surprisingly deep in terms of the the emotional things that that go on with each of those characters uh between uh Star-Lord and and how he lost his mom at the beginning of everything and and Rocket is one of my other favorites in terms of emotional connection and trying to understand the depth of a character. I think it was it's it's really good. And some of those are are very interesting watches. And Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the more rewatchable ones, I would say. I agree. There's a lot of um there's just a lot of stuff to enjoy like throughout the entire movie. And I felt that there was more conflict internally in that movie than we're used to in the in like the group movies i felt like there was the power struggle between like star lord trying to do his mission and rocket trying to do his thing and drax just being drax which i really (laughs) wish we got more of an origin story on drax i think that his character is really interesting and i think there's a lot of backstory there that would be really fun to learn about Sure. That maybe we'll get that one day. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy is in my A tier as well. That's the first movie we have agreed on in a since uh, since Endgame and Infinity War, and even that we didn't completely agree on. Oh, wait, <laughs> we agreed I on Winter, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, okay, fair, fair. 
I, I was a little bit more harsh in terms of my actual tier grades. I, I only had one S tier movie and then I had five A tier movies. I've run through all of those quickly. What does the rest of your A tier look like? Just run from the top of it to the bottom. Uh, Avengers one, Iron Man one okay. was great. Uh, again, intro to movie, intro to hero, best of its triplet series. Um, Civil War. Civil War was great. I love that it combined characters again. Ant-Man was featured in that one, which was great because I love Paul Rudd's character. And uh, we got to meet we got to meet under Ruse, as he's called, or uh, Spider-Man, <laughs> whatever you prefer. Yeah. And then Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, uh, and then obviously Guardians of the Galaxy follows this, but Doctor Strange is great. I felt that it was a movie that didn't get the pub that it deserved. It took me two watches to fully understand it. Like the first time I watched it, I was super confused. I watched it again and I was like, okay, okay. And then I've watched, as I watch it more and more, I find it so enjoyable to watch. As you said, Benedict Cumberbatch, great actor, super enjoyable to watch. And I love seeing his character build up from being super humbled to what he becomes later on. He's great. He's one of my favorites for sure. Uh, as, as we've talked about previously, I just, I really like what Benedict Cumberbatch has done and, and his, his, uh, resume is very strong. Uh, you mentioned a couple of those Iron Man. I had it like there, there are some that I, I had at the bottom of B tier, some that I haven't mentioned yet, but let's take a quick break. When we come back, we will run through the rest of our tiers and we'll talk about some of the, the lower tier movies in this MCU. All right, we're back. Denver Stiff Show. Ryan Blackburn here, joined, of course, by Gage Bridgeford, trying to break down some of the best MCU movies. We've had a lot of fun on this discussion. We've we've had significant time spent on and debating on some of the movies that we've had ranked higher than others and lower than others. Uh, I'm just going to run through the six movies that I've outlined in my tiers. Avengers Endgame at one, Thor Ragnarok at two, Infinity War at three, Civil or Winter Soldier at four, Spider-Man Far From Home at five, Guardians of the Galaxy at six. Uh, two through six is in the A tier. One is in the S tier. You want to run through your tiers real quick, the S and the A tier? Um, obviously, Infinity War is in my best tier. I created a tier separately just to do that. My S tier is Endgame, Winter Soldier, Event, uh, First Avenger, Captain America, in that order. My A tier. Avengers, Iron Man, Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy. That is my tier A. That's my A tier. And I have six movies in my B tier. This was kind of a cluster group. It, it was a cluster. And, and I think that we're going to mostly agree on which movies are in A tier and B tier. Uh, I think there's a really clear cutoff in terms of what B tier and C tier is. How many total movies did you have between your S and your A and your best tier? Um, my S A B, uh, so five, three, one, nine, I have nine movies in my A or above tiers. And then I have okay. six, five, three down. Gotcha. So I have eight movies in my B tier, which means I have 14 in those top tiers and Damn. you have 15. Uh, I think from what, from what I, from what I understand based off of math, maybe we yes, can release that, these tier lists to, to the public and, uh, that math was correct. Okay. Uh, the top of my B tier is something that you have not mentioned at all yet. And it is black Panther at seven. 
you stole my list. I'm not <laughs> even joking. That is my t- first movie in my B tier. Hey, it's 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 an agreeable movie. I don't think it's in that top tier. Uh, the more I rewatch it, it, it's not as rewatchable as you can as some of these other movies, I would say. But the initial reaction of seeing the movie and seeing some of the like some of the cultural roots and what they did, I thought it was really good. And, and it was one of those things that when you saw it in theaters, you were really blown away by some of the things that they did. I, I agree. I um, thought the movie was I was really. I was let down by so many people that hyped it up as the greatest thing ever. It, like I said earlier, I don't like when people do that. It bothers me because what's going to happen is I'm just going to be let down by, by whatever happens. Like, obviously it's the number one Marvel mo- cinematic universe movie on, like uh, on Rotten Tomatoes with a 97%. And it was a great movie. I enjoyed it. I've watched it a few times, but like you said, it's not, doesn't have a great rewatch like factor. Um, I don't, it's not a movie that if I'm scrolling through Disney plus like, huh, which Marvel movie am I going to watch? It's highly unlikely that I'm going to stop and choose that. I'm probably going to choose Dr. Strange or one of the movies we've talked about already. Sure. Um, really good movie. Killmonger was a character that I think, I don't know how to describe it. I enjoyed him as a villain. I almost rooted for him a little bit. Yeah. Is he still the villain? Sure. But I still enjoyed rooting. I enjoyed rooting for him a little bit because I felt like I liked where he was coming from and what his, like his angle and why he felt he deserved the throne. Very much in agreement there. Uh, He was, he was one of those villains that you're like, there, there are a lot of people that say Thanos was right and that, Hey, this would have been a great idea. Uh, that's a little bit more easy to pick apart than Killmonger's was because he he legitimately had a claim. He legitimately was one of the best villains, I would say, in, in a lot of these movies. And And when you have somebody that you can nod along with and agree with and somebody that looks as badass as he does throughout most of the movie, then you can, you can start to get behind it for a little bit. Uh, ultimately it's not in that same tier as the top tier. Uh, those, those couple of top tiers, just because like, like we said, rewatchable, not as, not as strong. Uh, but it's, it's one that I really enjoyed. It's one that I will continue to enjoy for sure. Uh, I'm going to run through eight, nine and 10 real quick, because we will, we'll probably talk about the last one more than any of the other two. Number eight right. was Captain America Civil War. Uh, I think that that's secretly an Avengers movie uh, just because of how many how many Avengers are actually in place. There are so many different characters that they weave into that. And there are a lot of different environments that, that it comes with. Uh, I thought the conflict was pretty good. I thought the way that they turned it, they turned against each other was pretty good. It wasn't great though. And it it wasn't super believable uh, the way that they would react in all of those situations. Uh, however, I, I do like the idea of Tony and, and Cap clashing as much as they do. And that's what put it ahead of number nine, which was Captain America First Avenger for me. Wow. How does it feel to be wrong there, boss? <laughs> Uh, it feels pretty good because I, I I feel like I'm right. I feel like uh, in my own little world, uh, because Civil War was actually when we were first introduced to the Black 
to the Black Panther character. And we, we were introduced to uh, kind of the budding romance. I wasn't a full romance at that point, but like the, the cat or not, no, the vision Wanda stuff. That was interesting. Uh, and then all of these people on different sides of the spectrum. And there was a much larger theme throughout that was that if you have to give up a lot of your freedom in order to make things right, then there's a lot of different ideological differences between how certain characters would handle that. And I thought that they did a pretty decent job of showing that. I, um, I still can't, I'm waiting to hear your argument as to why Captain America first Avenger is so low on this list. I'm, I am waiting with bated breath here. Uh, I think Red Skull is kind of a not great villain. All right. I think that there, like, there, there isn't very, there isn't a lot of compelling stuff with him. He's not, he's not like he's he's just the. It's it's just another name for Hitler, in my opinion, just based off of what he was doing, what he would like his actions and how they portrayed him. It was basically U.S. versus Nazis and. It, to me, it was a very patriotic movie. And for some people that is really important for some people that is a, like that, that nationalistic stuff is like something that they can really get behind, but it doesn't allure me as much as some others. Fair enough. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, it's, it's, it's in my top 10. Like, I, I think that that's, it's get, for a lot I, of people, it's not in their top 10. Like I said, I will concede that you are allowed to have your opinion on this, which is art. I'll concede that. I don't agree with it, but I will concede it. Let's uh, hear you. Wait, so what's your 10 then? Because that's the Spider- one you said there would be debate about. It's uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is my number 10. That's fair. I have it in, I don't have it in that tier, but that's fair. Um, my uh, eight is your, or no, wait, what, what would that be? So my obviously Black Panther is my one in this tier, and then after that I have Far From Home, which we have discussed at length. Okay. Um, and then this is the one where I think is going to be kind of controversial in this tier. I have Avengers: Age of Ultron here. Yeah, I, I, I had it a tier below, and I actually had it at the bottom of the next tier. So it's uh, it's fire away. I think Age of Ultron was a better movie than. I think it gets kind of glossed over, which makes sense. It is the middle child here uh, because Infinity War is so crazy. Endgame is so crazy. Avengers, the original one, is like the first movie. I think Age of Ultron kind of gets overlooked, but it was it introduced us to Wanda, who is arguably the strongest Avenger in the group. Um, it introduces us to Vision, who is a crazy thing. It, it uh, we get to Ultron as a villain, kind of uh, not the strongest villain out of the universe. I'll say that. Like, I will concede that. But just there was a lot happening in that movie that bleeds over into future ones. Like, obviously, there's the there's the bit that the city that gets dropped is what Tony has to confront in, I believe it's Iron Man 3, if I remember correctly. Isn't that the one yeah. where someone... Yeah, is, that's the one. Yeah. So I just think that Age of Ultron was a it was a fun movie to watch. I think it gets kind of overlooked. Um Quicksilver and um 
Wanda are or Scarlet Witch, whatever. I think that they were uh, they were cool characters. I kind of wish Quicksilver had stuck around because it would have been kind of cool to see like them yeah, develop. Yeah, I I, on I agree with side. you there for sure. For like sure. I think because could you imagine if they had added a speed hero to the Avengers? Like everybody in the Avengers is just it's a bunch of heavy hitters, and then Cap and Cap Barton and Natasha who are fighting professionals. They have no speed at all. <laughs> It's like yeah. well, it's like watching the Denver Nuggets. It's a bunch of slow guys. <laughs> hey, don't, right. don't bastardize Jeremy Grant like that. He's he's an athlete. He okay. So it's a bunch of it's a bunch of slow guys and Jeremy Grant. Is that is that better? <laughs> that's that's fine. But anyway, so I think Age of Ultron is better than it gets credit for. It's a movie. The I think it might have some recency bias. I watched it in the last couple of weeks, and I was like, this movie's not as bad as it, it like it's better than it gets credit for i don't think it's mm-hmm. outstanding but it's in my b tier i think it belongs there and then um my next movie out of this is captain marvel i don't okay yeah it's that's also in my b tier i can totally totally hear with you on that overall what number is that do you know uh so that'd be 9 10 11 12 13 is captain marvel yeah, it's my number 12. So we're we're basically on the same page with that one. It is yep. a good movie. It gets a lot of hate from a lot of misogynists. It gets a lot of hate from various parties that that it really doesn't deserve. It's a good it's actually it's, I think it's actually a very good intro story for one of the important characters in Infinity or in Endgame. And I really hope that we get to see that developed a little bit more because she seems very overpowered for most of it. And I want, I want to see her go through actual struggles as opposed to just dominating everything. And that's when she finally leveled up, it felt like, okay, she cannot be stopped. She is too overpowered. And and it didn't really feel like she had to deal with a lot of struggle as opposed to just figuring out who she was. So I, that was I think probably the reason why it can't be higher. That's fair. And I think my main complaint with Captain Marvel is almost just, it's more, against the studios than it it, or like the studio that produced the movie than it is against the movie itself. I felt it was really, it was not a rushed movie from production and how it came out, but it was rushed because they're like, Oh, well shit, she's going to play a big role here. We got to make sure she's in there and they know who the hell she is. Yeah. And I'm like, I can see that. I'm like this movie, this movie needed to be released five years ago. We, I didn't like, instead you release it three months before I, before I'm supposed to watch, the culmination movie like i get it i get it you maybe you didn't have the actress or there wasn't the right time or this or that but i just felt that it was forced to make sure that the movie came out i didn't agree with the release timing of it but again that's more just against the studio than anything else and like you said she was overpowered she just dominated everything it was just nuts like the fact that in endgame she went and rip through a ship just flying i was kind of like come on now let's what the hell <laughs> yeah. like she broke I, thanos's I mega death ship flying yeah she didn't uh, shoot a laser she she just flew she's got a hard head man uh, you're not kidding <laughs> uh back to my list real quick number 10 that's middle of b tier for me i have spider-man homecoming talked about that briefly but Again, I just, I really like the movies that are relatable. I like the movies that are humanizing. And to me, this was one of the more 
humanizing shows. Uh, he he really had to struggle during during all of this and figuring out how to be a superhero. And I like that. I think that that's that's a lot more endearing to me than somebody that's automatically knows I'm sick, I'm going to kill you, and whatnot. Uh, number eleven is Avengers. You talked about that. There's a reason why it's out of the top 10 for me. I don't think it holds up as well uh, as some of the other movies that were done during that time, like uh, Winter Soldier. Uh, However, it's a very good one, and it will always be one of the ones that ties everything together. Captain Marvel was my 12, Doctor Strange was at 13, and Iron Man was at 14. So it's, it's... Basically, we have a lot of the same movies in our top three tiers, and they're just in a little bit different order. Yeah. um, I don't know why you don't like Tony Stark and Iron Man or Doctor Strange, (laughs) but it's fine. Um, All these Peter movies are good. They're good. They could, like, to me, when I I talk about tiers, when I talk about, uh, like, every, you can argue within a tier. That's, That's my feeling. It's like... Hey, Black Panther at seven, Iron Man at 14. I feel like you could argue the placement of both of those. Uh, Civil War, First Avenger, uh, all of those. I think you could argue for that versus Iron Man or Doctor Strange versus Iron Man. I don't think that you can argue with between tiers. Like like Thor Ragnarok for me is in the A tier, and I just think it's a better movie than Black Panther or Civil War or First Avenger. And, and that's fine. Like it, it's That's my personal opinion. But I could see Iron Man being moved up. I could see Doctor Strange being moved up. For sure. Yeah, th- that's fair. I just also one thing that we didn't that I didn't mention on Iron Man when I mentioned it before was the fact that they replaced Rhodey after the original movie. Yeah. And I always yeah. thought that that was such a weird thing that I didn't notice the first time I watched it. And then I've as as I watched the the newer ones, I was like, oh, okay, that's the thing that happened. Don Cheadle is perfect for the role. It's, he it's plays one it really of his, well. Yes. Like he does he does a really good job. I just wish he was around for the first one. Like that that's definitely something that that stands out for sure. Uh what other movies did you have? Did you finish up your B tier or I am gonna you- round out my B tier. I have two movies left. Um so so far we've had Black Panther, Far From Home, Age of Ultron, and Captain Marvel. And then next is Homecoming for me. Okay. And then Ragnarok rounds out my B tier here. Um, okay. it is the bottom of my B tier. And again, that's just, that's just where it falls. Um, if you wanted to argue it over some of the movies in this tier, I could accept that, but I like it where it's at. So how much of the, like you talked about this at the beginning when we talked about Ragnarok for me, uh, how much of this placement for you is affected by the other two Thor movies as opposed to kind of thinking about it as its own independent thing? I think that that's probably part of it. Um, I've, I honestly, Thor was one of the movies that I watched right before I went and saw Endgame because I had never seen the original one. I had just never sure. seen it. It was never on TV. Um, I didn't have, it was like, even when I would see it on Netflix, I was like, I'll watch something else. But I went ahead and I watched it and I was like, all right, cool. I watched Dark World. And I was like, all right, cool. Um, I watched Ragnarok out of obligation. Um <laughs> So I think maybe if I went back and watched it, it might get bumped up in the tier. Like, it might, like if I went back and I watched it again, I would try to take some bias out of it and just try to watch it as its own thing. I might move it up. But at, for now, I was just, I found it as a movie that you needed to watch to know everything that was going on. But it also, it, 
it felt more like if they had made a standalone movie about Thor and they had just been like, hey, we're going to have this movie and the main character is going to be Thor. This is going to be the movie. No backstory, just some stuff's happening. Sure. Like it wasn't necessarily, wasn't necessarily story progressing or anything like that. Uh, and I totally, I totally get it. This is a, it was one of those different takes on a superhero movie that I really like. Uh, I mentioned Taika Waititi earlier. He was the director for that mil- for that movie. And I thought he did a great job of just kind of subverting the superhero narratives a lot of the time. And, and the way that he has to act and he has to kind of change his entire mentality through it is really endearing to me. Uh, but that's okay. Like it's, it's an A tier for me. It's in B tier for you. That's probably the one that we disagree about the most, I would say. Uh, I would agree. Like, yes. Cause uh, with me, the first Avenger is at the, it's near the top of B tier. It's not necessarily like a tier for, or actually it's S tier for you, but like it's, it's uh, I think we, we agree about that one more than we agree about uh, what's it called? Thor. Yes. Um, Okay, well, let's run through some of the other movies quickly. We don't have too too many to get to. Uh, I'm running down to my C tier. Actually, you know what? Why don't you start with C tier? Uh, what was um, at the top of your C tier? The top of my C tier is Iron Man 3. I actually adjusted this one on the fly. Okay. Um, kind of right kind of in the middle of the podcast when I was listening to you talk about your B tier movies. Um, and I thought more about Iron Man 3, bumped it down to a C-tier movie, thought it was good, didn't think it was outstanding. I felt like it was a really big, like it was better than 2, but it also was nowhere near as good as 1, and a lot of the movies above it, I'm I'm comfortable having it there. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is my next movie in a C-tier. Um, I like that we got more backstory on Star-Lord. Uh, it was kind of a confusing, like path to how we got there sure um sure. but i i thought it was a good movie not nothing yeah. that i am gonna watch repeatedly though whereas i felt like with volume one there's endless amounts of rewatchability to it and i felt with volume two is kind of like yep this is a movie this happened it's good and then my third movie in this tier i'll have two more after this but we're gonna go with these three for now my third one is thor okay i struggled to not put thor in my d tier <laughs> yeah <laughs> i am putting thor here almost strictly due to the fact that it is a character intro movie fair enough it it's is, uh it needs it's not be, a good one it's not it's good not, it's not it's not um there is people that we have not there's another character that we have not gotten to yet or a couple of characters we've not gotten to yet that i would like to move them up but i just i can't do it just with other <laughs> stuff that's been made but Fair Thor enough. was not a great movie. I didn't think it was necessarily good. I didn't think the like the villain in the movie was outstanding. I just thought it was an okay movie. Hence why it's in the C tier. Yeah, listening to you talk about those, I, I'm making a couple of changes to my ultimate order. Um, but yeah, I basically had a very similar order to what you did. Avengers Age of Ultron tops my C tier. Uh, I, I listened to your argument for it with B tier, and I I sort of agree with that. I I think it's it's still a C tier movie for me personally. However, it it isn't at the bottom of C tier where I initially had it. Just given a little bit more thinking on on actually I what they did. Change. I respect <laughs> the change. 
it's a decent movie. It's it's definitely better than some of the ones that I had above it. Uh, Guardians Volume 2 is the second movie I have in C tier. Iron Man 3 is the third movie I have in C tier. And Thor is the fourth movie I have in C tier. So we're basically, we're pretty close there. Uh, I like... Yeah. I do like Guardians Volume 2. I thought that that was that story between uh, Star-Lord and Gamora really develops in that. Uh, Gamora and her sister really develop a connection in that story. That's that's a good one. Uh, but we don't get a lot of background. We don't get a lot of extra detail in a lot of those. And I think that's an issue. I think that it didn't really progress the storyline a ton. And that's okay. It does a Star Lord storyline, but it didn't progress anything else. Yeah, and so and I I'm, take I'm issue looking, to that. I'm looking forward to the next Guardians movie because I have a feeling they'll make a lot more leaps than they did in this one. Uh, they had a, they had to get to a certain place than they ultimately did, but the the way that they did it, I didn't think it was great. Uh, Iron Man three is right below that. It it does have its issues, but it's certainly better than. Iron Man 2 and the reputation that it that it has mostly it's just not as good as some of the other A B and S tier movies and that's okay like it's the, those movies are good and this one just isn't as good. Yep, I completely agree. Like you said we're pretty much identical other than Age of Ultron, we have those three movies just interchanged. Yep. Uh Iron Man 3, Thor, uh the next one I have is Ant-Man and the Wasp in that C tier. Uh, how did you rank the Ant-Man movies? Ant-Man was the next movie I had. And then Ant-Man of the Wasp was the following movie. Okay. I'm yeah, a sucker I... for intro for character intro movies. And I also, I love Paul Rudd as a, as an individual. And I felt that he was really relatable um, in trying to learn how to become Iron Man and learn how to operate the suit and everything. And Ant-Man. Yeah. So that's why, <laughs> yeah, like he was, he was getting to become that. And, um, I felt like he was relatable to people cause he was just struggling. He was just this dude that one day was like, what, what do you mean? You want me to be like a superhero and do all this crazy stuff. And he was quirky and I just, I enjoyed that movie, enjoyed getting, like getting to see him become related, become what he did. So that's why that one beat out Wasp for me. Yeah, I liked Wasp a little bit better than the first Ant-Man because I I can't really get behind her character in the first Ant-Man movie. It's very like dependent and she she finally kind of breaks free of that in the in the second movie and it's a little bit more fun, it's a little bit more enjoyable as an overall movie as opposed to just the origin story for Paul Rudd's character. Uh and I thought the uh, whatever the villain was called the Spectre or whatever uh, was it was kind of a cool villain, not like a great villain, but kind of cool. Um, what was the name? Do you remember the name of that villain? I I honestly I'm having a blank here. Um, if you give me a few seconds here, I can find it. Great, Google is a great tool. I really appreciate You're Google for what it has done for the entire world. Um. But yeah, it was uh it was to me a little bit more dynamic. It was only one that I saw once as opposed to some of the Go- other movies Ghost. that we watched. Ghost. Ghost. Was, Ghost was the name of the supervillain in Ant-Man of the Wasp. Hey, Spectre wasn't far off. It was actually that's that's pretty similar. Uh <laughs> you were close. 
close-ish. Yeah, close-ish. Uh, okay, that was the third yeah. to la- third to last movie in my C tier. To round out my C tier, I had Iron Man two and Ant Man. Um, I I would guess that Ant Man or Iron Man two is in your D tier. Is, you are is that not true. Okay, you are not. Okay. I can and I can see why it's it doesn't have a great uh, it doesn't have a great rewatch factor for sure, but what I will say is that the one scene that really makes that entire movie is him discovering his new element and interacting with the map with his dad. That is the only thing that puts it out of the D tier for me. That's fair. Um, I was trying to not bog down any one tier um b i had b i had six movies in my b tier but i was trying to keep some balance i didn't want any one tier to be over the top i also felt that iron man 3 was significantly better than iron man 2 sure to the point that i didn't feel they belonged in the same tier which is the exact reason it ended up in the d tier for me Fair enough. I, I can see that. Uh, you, so you had Ant-Man and the Wasp, then Ant-Man, and then your tear break, or did you have something else? No, it was Ant-Man, then Ant-Man and the Wasp. You had Ant-Man Got and the Wasp. Got I had Ant-Man first. So my tear break was after the Wasp. Okay. Okay. So the, the grand reveal here, uh, what were your three, uh, what, was, what was the order for your three movies in your D tier? Iron Man 2 starts off okay dark world and hulk hulk is the last movie i have i've watched it twice i didn't enjoy it either time um it's surprising that it loses to dark world considering how little i enjoyed dark world but (laughs) yeah (laughs) but We we don't talk about hulk it's it's not a it's not a great one it it's so it doesn't fit it, there's no character development there. You can't, there's no reason to ever go back and like rewatch it. Like once you get the storyline, you're like, all right, cool. Versus like, if you watch Iron Man two and you miss some stuff, you have to go back and watch Iron Man the one like, Hey, how did we get here? Hulk doesn't have that. Not to mention like it, it really, like it really feels disjointed because they literally had a different lead character. Uh, Ed Norton was the main guy in that movie as opposed to, uh, as opposed to, Oh God, what is his name? And in, in these latest ones, that's, that's pretty bad for me. Um, gosh, I, I like, I like him. Uh, look actor. Are you talking about like the actor? Yeah. Mark Ruffalo. Sorry. That was, that was pretty bad. Uh, Ruffalo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ruffalo is, he was much better. He was more impressive than what Ed Norton did in his portrayal of Hulk. Uh, he was kind of bogged down by a lot of the writing and the animation in that movie in particular, but I still like Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. And to me that, that kind of puts it over the top that Hulk has to be at the bottom of any list that we do. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hulk fans out there. If you like, <laughs> and I like Hulk as a character in like when Ruffalo is playing him, but, and that's that's what that's another reason why I can't get behind this Hulk movie. Sure. It's it's not even the same people. At least Iron Man and just tra- just changed out a secondary character. They didn't change out the guy. Yeah. It Hulk changes is- everything. It, it really it really changes the entire tone of the thing and 
and Ruffalo's kind of his his nerdiness, his shyness in within his character, different than Ed Norton's. Like he's almost like a Zen master with how he treats that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very, very, very different, and I don't really like it. And not to mention the the connection between him and the lead actress, whatever her name was, uh, not not very genuine. Yeah. Liv Tyler, by the way, was Liv the, Tyler. Uh, that's right. The actress. That's right. She's good. By I the like way, what she does fact, most of the time, but we um, matched uh, the MCU for Rotten Tomato scores. Dark World last, Incredible Hulk second to last, and then Iron Man two was third to last. So that was like they did a. There's a ranking on here of them in order from like gotcha. rotten, like most rotten to least rotten or whatever. And we had we matched the bottom three. We didn't quite have the same order as Hulk was last, but they were off by one percent. That's okay. Uh, I, I feel pretty good about this. I feel pretty good good about my list, and you feel pretty good about your list. We have specific like ideological differences between how we treat a lot of these. Uh, not necessarily about the quality of the movies. Most of them are in the same tier, and most of them are are pretty well ranked. I would say. Uh, but yeah, that was fun. That was really enjoyable, and and. I, I kind of enjoy talking about a lot of these and uh, we don't get to talk about a lot of the more nerdy pop culture stuff as often, just because, Hey, as a site manager of a basketball blog, usually I have to talk about basketball every time. So I'm glad that SB nation podcasting was able to give us a little bit of a reprieve here. This was a fun exercise. I agree. Uh, this was Honestly, when you sent the message earlier today asking if anyone wanted to do this, I did, couldn't have said yes fast enough. I was, <laughs> I was all in. I was like, sweet. I haven't podcasted in a while. This is the perfect topic to come back into because I can talk about it for hours. Um, so yeah, I was super psyched to do it. And this was such a, this is the first, like I said, this is the first time I've sat down and ranked all of them from one to the bottom. I know some people have definitely, I know a lot of people have done it before. I have never done it. And it was interesting for me to kind of sit down and be like, okay, so here's where I have this versus that. And yeah. I'm looking forward to watching infinity war and Endgame at some point. Maybe we can, uh, maybe we should watch that as a staff at some point over a zoom call and, uh, and basically just, just come up with all of the, the highlights of each of those movies and, and some of our favorite moments. That'll be fun. And if we could carve out three hours to do that, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> it really is an epic. That's that's what I would describe that movie that's as. That's fact. That is factual information. <laughs> Quick, let me get your Michael Porter Jr. take. Is he a star or not? Michael Porter Jr. is great, and Michael Malone hates him. And I don't know what to tell you. If you like Michael Porter Jr., I'm sorry that he can't play defense good enough for Michael Malone. <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode of the Denver Stiff Show, a special Marvel edition episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to Gage so much for hopping on with me and discussing all these movies for the last hour. Really appreciate it, man. We will see you guys soon.